buddy. Yeah. Guess what? What? Ecology 101. My name is Joshua. And I'm Diego. So today we're going to be discussing the Bad Batch TV show. Yes, sir. It was recently announced by um, Star Wars and Disney that the Clone Wars was going to have a follow-up show, sequel of sorts, in the form or of... Or a spinoff. Or a spinoff, yeah. It's actually more of a spinoff, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was going to center around the Bad Batch, this... Um, extra specialized team that we met during the events of the last season of the Clone Wars cartoon. And it was named after apparently some janitor. Wait, what? The 99, it was named, the 99 name was named after a janitor apparently, Clone 99. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Who got killed, unfortunately. Huh. He was an old man. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, so that's why Rex said something like, you know, 99. 99, eh? Nice touch. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just to refresh your memory, if you haven't heard our um, reviews of the uh, first few episodes from Clone Wars and the last few episodes and overall our reactions throughout our episodes, um, the Bad Batch are basically part of a group of clones that had some genetic defects. Mm-hmm. So they didn't look exactly like the rest of the clones, mm-hmm. right? They didn't uh, act exactly like the rest of the clones. They were very unique. They looked different. They they had different like abilities, and they were good at different things. Yeah, and it's um, Commander Cody said that they were uh, what was it, what was his words? They had desirable mutations. Defects? Mutations. There you go. They're yeah. like their defects with desirable mutations. Yeah. And so basically, um, originally the team was composed of four dudes, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the team leader, who is Hunter? Hunter, I think. He's like your, he's like your, um, he's like your generic. Like leader, team leader? Yeah, he's like your generic leader guy. Yeah, except that he actually, his gift, like his mutation or whatever, is that he could actually like, what was it that he could sense things were about to happen or something like that? I think so. It was something like that. He could, he had some kind of extra sense um, that allowed him to anticipate enemy movements and things like that. So that kind of made him, I guess, a good leader. He looks kind of like Rambo-ish, long hair, yeah, red he, bandana he, thing. I, I was about to say that. You just ruined my moment. <laughs> I was about to say. And also, I stole your moment, little man. <laughs> I was about to say. And also, he has Rambo hair. But you stole it. I, I'm sorry, man. Too, and then, too slow. Yeah. <laughs> and then wins. there's tech. Which is like your average tech. uh, techie guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we compared it at one point to the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And, and there really is, there really are a lot of similarities. Like, um. I mean, you got Hunter, who was kind of like Leonardo, the leader, mm-hmm. you know, the more serious one, the more in control of himself. Tech, who was, was like Donatello. Definitely Donatello. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then you got like a couple mixes. Yeah, the next two are kind of mixes because. Um, uh, what's the sniper's guy's name? Crosshairs. Yeah, the sharpshooter. Crosshair, yeah, the sharpshooter. He, I feel like he's the older one, and so I feel like he's the more serious one. So in that sense, he reminds me of Raphael. Yeah, he's like Raphael. Yeah. Uh, And then you got Wrecker, 
who is the more playful one. He's a jokester. He's kind of like a mix of Michelangelo and, and Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of how I see it, too. Um, so, yeah, they, they really are kind of like this Ninja Turtle-ish sort of uh, combat team. And it was it was really cool because we're so used to seeing, even though the clones each have like their own hairstyles and like tattoos and things like that, and they do kind of develop sort of different personalities, the clone troopers. Yeah, we have different personalities. Might. I, um, do, I do such a good clone voice. You do a very good clone Can I hear it one more time? Um... 99, eh? Nice touch. <laughs> it's good. Spot on. Spot on. Give me dabs. Dabs. Um, so, even though some of the regular clones, which, by the way, that's what uh, the the um, Bad Batch, they call the uh, rest of the clones regs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we don't usually work with regs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, even though the regs have some sort of, you know, personality and stuff like that, these guys take it to an extreme. Um, and they're very, very unique. So they got introduced during the first arc of the of the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, they were brought in basically to help solve this mystery of who this uh, who was transmitting this ghost signal that Rex recognized as the voice of his old friend Echo. Mm-hmm. Echo, I don't know who he is, but apparently he uh, supposedly died right in one of the other seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we thought him to be dead, but he wasn't. He was captured, and he was turned into some kind of cyborg that was connected to their machines. And so he was basically feeding them intel about the tactics of the Republic Army. And also he had, like, a a robotic arm. He did, yeah. He really did turn, like... What else was robotic about him? Well, he had, He had stuff, like, in his head and stuff, right? Like, implants of mm -hmm, sorts. He had, like, a screwdriver arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah... They helped solve that entire mystery, and then when that happened, when that was done, they kind of took off, but they took off with Echo. And they also took off to, you know, uh, film their TV show. Stop it. (laughs) Echo ended up identifying, because of how much he had changed, Mm -hmm. he ended up identifying more with the Bad Batch than he did with the Regs. Regs. (laughs) With the Regs and Rex. Yeah. <laughs> and even though his his best friend or his good friend Rex was, you know, with the regular army, he decided like, no, I belong more with these guys now. With the with the non-regs. With the non-regs. And so he took off with them and he became the fifth member of the Bad Batch, which I think he fit in pretty well with them. I don't right? know what member of the Ninja Turtles would he be. Maybe the the female one? Yeah, maybe. I don't know what she's like, though. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't know. know what she's like. No, you know who? What? Like, um, Metalhead. Uh... The, the Metal Turtle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, like, all robotic and stuff. Yeah. There you go. I, I solved that puzzle. He's Metalhead. Yeah. Now, let me ask you something. Uh, were you hoping that the Bad Batch would show up by the end of the season? Yeah, I was hoping they would be in, like, the final fight or something. Right? Mm-hmm. I think we even talked about that in an episode when we reviewed. We're like, oh, these guys are definitely going to come back because, I mean, who wouldn't love them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that we're not the only ones that love the Bad Batch. And now we know for sure that we're not the only ones who love the Bad Batch because they're getting their own TV show. So Also, maybe they'll even get a cameo in Mandalorian. I hope they do. Yo, that would be so cool. Like, maybe he walks in and, and he sees, like... I don't know, like a gray-haired hunter or yes. and, and, and like Echo or something. Yeah, man. And I then, mean, we know based on the entire timeline because of Star Wars Rebels and stuff, we know that Rex 
is still alive during he the time is, that the Mandalorian takes place. He's alive in Rebels, and also he, uh, Ahsoka Tano saved him by like removing Order sixty six from That's his head. Right. Yeah, the the behavioral modifier or whatever. And she was also like the forces with me. Wait. Oh yeah, she did the I'm thing with from, the force and the forces with me. I'm yeah. with the force and the forces with me. I wonder if she started one. that or if she somehow like she heard it somewhere and started repeating it to yeah, herself. That was really Rogue interesting. Rogue One. Rogue One. So, um what's what's cool is that now we're gonna get to see even more of that mystery time period that we haven't been able to see much of between Revenge of the Sith. And the events of, I guess, the events of, yeah, Star Wars A New Hope. Because I'm guessing that the Bad Batch, like, I highly doubt that these dudes executed Order 66. As a matter of fact, I wonder if they even had the behavioral the behavioral modifiers chips in I them. know, because they're different clones. Yeah. So, hopefully when they, when, when they execute Order 66, mm-hmm. no, I have to say it right. Order 66. Dude, are you okay? You sound sick. Mm. Are you all right, man? Well, maybe you, that's you, what happens. little Tylenol? Maybe that's what happens when you get thrown into a ship generator. You got thrown into a ship generator? I mean, no, but like Emperor Palpatine did. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, we're going to get to see what happened now from the from the perspective of the Bad Batch. And it's been... Was it officially revealed? Where, where was it that you read about Ahsoka fe- being featured in that show? Well, it was actually like theories, like how Ahsoka can be featured in oh, the Bad Batch. Oh, theories. Okay. Yeah, because Ahsoka never actually crossed paths with them. She didn't? No. Mm. However, Rex would know about them. And it's very, it's actually very likely that Rex would have wanted after, you know, the Empire came to power, it's very likely that Rex would have wanted to cross paths with these guys again. Mm -hmm. My guess is that we're going to get to see Rex definitely in that show because the Bad Batch is going to be wondering, like, what the heck is going on, you know? Like, suddenly this army that we weren't really, like, all chummy with, we weren't really all lovey-dovey with, now they're the bad guys in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, or could it be that at first, when the show begins, we're actually seeing them kind of being part of the Empire, and yeah, then when, when when they catch, or another thing that I was thinking, Darth Vader, what if they cross paths at some point in that series with Darth Vader? Really? Yeah, without knowing that he's Anakin Skywalker, or even better, knowing that he was Anakin Skywalker. Like, what if they cross paths? What if he ends up being one of the main antagonists because he knew the clones very well because he led them in battle? Mm-hmm. And he collaborated with the, with the Bad Batch during that entire, you know, Echo thing. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they will cross paths with Darth Vader. I think that'd be that'd be a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What other theories, man? What else do you think could happen in the show? Maybe we can see a feature from... Um... Jedi Fallen Order's protagonist, because he was a kid at that time, right? I think so. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know anything about that storyline. Because I'm pretty sure it takes place, well, like, the beginning takes place during Order 66. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's a Force-sensitive individual? Yeah. Okay. That'd be interesting. But yeah, there's so much more that we can learn. My guess is, 
that this could very much take us from Clone Wars and connect with Rebels. Mm. And it is very likely that they could cross paths with Ahsoka Tano as well because, you know, she's around during that time and she would presumably be on the same side as them. You know, somebody who used to be part of what became the Empire but is no longer part of it. Yeah, because she even helped Rex get free of that mind control stuff. Yeah. Honestly, here's what I hope ends up happening, man. I hope that we end up seeing what how it is that Ahsoka ended up organizing herself with Rex behind the scenes. Because when she introduces Rex and Rebels, clearly she's already been working with them. She's already been collaborating with Rex and whatever other two um, clone troopers are hanging around with him. So I hope that what we get to see is maybe Rex and Ahsoka involved somehow with the Bad Batch and showing us how it is that the that the clones who didn't want to betray the Jedi, how it is that they broke free, how it is that they broke free of the Emperor's like mind control chip. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. I'm really really curious about that. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I mean, with both Echo. And with tech on the team, mm-hmm. you better believe that these guys could easily become aware of the fact that there is control happening over the clones. Maybe they help liberate other clones. Maybe. Maybe that becomes their mission. Who knows? You know? Mm. Like freeing other clones from their inhibitor chips so that they don't um so that they don't continue serving the Empire. Also, I wonder if um I wonder if in Bad Batch it will cover like I wonder if it like one episode will be like a what's it called like where it starts before uh like a flashback yeah like a flashback of like when they were actually witnessing Order sixty six mm, and everything yeah. that was happening I mean I, th- I think that would be a pretty dramatic way to begin the 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 first season. Like, you know? maybe the first season begins, like, the first episode, and then they're, like, running around, like, what's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. Like, all the stormtroopers are killing the Jedi. And then awesome. it can be, like, a flashback to, like, the clone lifting up his hand, and then Emperor Sidious is like, execute Order 66. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's actually, like, them receiving that recording, because since they're kind of, like, their own little team, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, what's his name, Hunter gets that, that hologram recording mm-hmm. telling him to execute Order 66 or something like that. But maybe he, like, doesn't know what the heck that is. Maybe. Or, since they don't have Jedi around them, they're able to think clearly and be like, wait a minute, what's going on, you know? Like, mm-hmm. why is the Emperor wanting to, or the Chancellor, rather, wanting to take out the Jedi? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of directions that it can go in, man. I mean, we could see these guys potentially cross paths with Obi-Wan Kenobi because he's still alive, with Yoda because mm-hmm. he's still alive. In exile, both of them. Um, Training in the force, you will. Yeah, maybe Yoda trained them in the ways. And maybe he also, uh, you know, trains them by doing a bunch of sick backflips. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'll say this, man. I hope that they give this show a dope musical intro, Ninja Turtle style. Or Mandalorian style. Or Mandalorian style, something like really <laughs> Western. Yeah. Wow, are you okay? You sound sick again. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So yeah, um, I'm really excited for the Bad Batch TV show. Um, I can't wait for it to come out. And one thing that definitely has me excited is the the man in charge, the executive producer of the show. Of course, is the man himself, David Baloney. 
Baloney? Is that what you just said? Dave Baloney. You're so fired from Ecology 101 <laughs> for disrespecting the, the, the man who is the shaman, the, the godfather, the witch doctor. He's Dave Baloney. He's you, not. He's a bologna sandwich. Oh, man. You know what? You're sleeping on the balcony tonight. No. Yep. Dave Filoni, he's going to be executive producing this show. Dave Filoni is, of course, the man who created, along with George Lucas, the Clone Wars cartoon show and the movie that came before it. Yeah. Um, he's the guy who has, you know, spearheaded Rebels and who has brought us the Mandalorian. Bless his soul. Wait, um, is Dave Filoni happy Hogan? No. Oh. No, because he's not the executive producer of The Mandalorian. He is one of the producers of The Mandalorian. It's like basically... Happy Hogan and then Dave Filoni. And by Happy Hogan, um, we mean... Um, Happy Hogan. No, man. What's his name? Stop it. You're confusing me now. <laughs> You're twisting my mind with your dark force powers. <laughs> oh, I can't think straight. You guys know who I mean. Iron Man um, oh, Happy director. Hogan. Happy Hogan. S- stop it. He's Happy Hogan. Stop it. Now I can't remember it even worse. Stop it. <laughs> So, yeah, um, very excited because, of course, Dave Filoni is the one who kind of keeps everything making sense and staying connected on the TV front, both in animation and in live action through The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this guy could very well, he's already transitioning a bunch of characters from animation to live action TV. And I hope he keeps on doing it. And I hope we get to see the Bad Batch at some point come to live action because, man, I want to see Wrecker wreck something. And I want to see tech technolize something. And maybe, maybe, um, a hunter is even going to be like what Anakin said. Maybe. All right. So that's all we got to say about the Bad Batch. We're both really looking forward to it. And you better believe that we're going to be watching that show when it comes out. What do you guys think? We'd love to hear your opinion about the announcement that the show is coming. You can write us at g101podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on social media. We Instagram, are Facebook, and Twitter. At G101Podcast. For all things Geekology 101, you can find us at geekology101.com at our website. And uh, guys, until the next episode. Goodbye. Peace out. Human has been neutralized. Game over.